Hi, and welcome to Mid-South Viewpoint. I'm Byron Tyler. Pleasure to have you here on today's show. You know, each year we've had the privilege for well over 25 years now to have our Thanksgiving food drive. It started way, way back with Pastor Francis Sebakindu of the Living Water Community Church. We had become friends, and he was telling me about how he and his wife were preparing Thanksgiving meals for families in their neighborhood off of Jackson in the Springdale area of our city. My family, kids were young at that time. My wife and I were looking for opportunities to show our kids ministry. And so we went and helped serve food. And it was such a blessing to do that. Well, it was a lot to prepare all that food it was just the Seba couldn't do families and a few families from ECS. It was really a skeleton kind of thing, but God blessed. But then Francis and his wife, Lynn, thought, well, it'd be nice if we could provide some Thanksgiving baskets. They've got family coming in town, or they could have time to share more meals together. And so that's how we started doing the food drive. A few years later, Randy Steverson with Super Low Foods, the Steverson family, a landmark here in Memphis for providing good groceries, quality meats, and all the good stuff that you put on your table, especially at Thanksgiving time. The early days, we had only one drop-off point, which is right here at the radio station, got packed pretty quickly. So thankful for Randy Steverson and Super Low Foods for making it possible for us to have these locations where people could drop off the food. Okay, that's where we are. And today we are going to introduce a brand new partner. And I'm so excited to have Sam Wilson. He's with the Brinkley Heights Ministry Center. Brinkley Heights has a special place in my heart because I first met Pastor Tim Cox. been a long time ago. He shared the story of how he went to this little church in North Memphis to fill a few Sundays because they didn't have a pastor. It turned into this love relationship, and it turned into this incredible journey of God doing amazing things. And we're going to talk about some of those. But Sam Wilson is the director of the Brinkley Heights Ministry Center. Sam, thanks for stopping by. Thanks for being here. We're so excited. We've kind of called this the Brinkley Heights Food Alliance. That's kind of the name I just kind of prayed about, researched. It's a good name. Thank you for letting (laughs) us be here, Byron. How long have you been with the Ministry Center at Brinkley Heights? I've been at Brinkley Heights for about 25 years. You and Pastor Tim, I know, have been doing a great job. And the volunteers and the people who've come into the community from all over to help make a difference, a gospel difference, a gospel-focused difference. Right. We have uh, volunteers and partners from all over Memphis. And then through our street reach ministry, we have volunteers and partners from all over the United States. That is beautiful. And before we continue, Sean Abram is the pastor of the Binghampton Community Church. Sean, so good to see you, brother. Man, thank you for having us. And uh, we're, we're just enjoying the partnership that we have with Bot Radio and Brinkley Heights and just being a part of what God is doing. So It's a sweet family, isn't it? It is. It is. Uh, we've seen so much <laughs> love, man. So I, I really enjoy it. The body of Christ is so beautiful, especially when we work together. Well, as we talk about our food drive, which started October 26th was the official kickoff day, the various super low food locations, I'd like to give those addresses out, 4744 Spotswood, 6532 Winchester, 4571 Quince Road, 2269 Lamar Avenue, 2155 Covington Pike, 3071 South Perkins, 3327 North Watkins, and 945 Goodman Road in South Haven. These locations are where you can go. Our Bot Radio Network listeners can stop by through November 15th and drop off canned and non-perishable food items. And Donna Austin, who is kind of helping to coordinate this, called me and said that Spotswood and Quince had to have pickups, Sam. Is that right? That's right. We've already had two stores that had to have their uh, baskets emptied 
And those baskets are pretty big, aren't they? Decent size. I think they are. There are a lot of bags of food in the one on Spotswood. Yeah, because we picked that one up uh, Sunday, and right after we leave here, we're going to pick that quince. So okay. <laughs> God is awesome. But it, it, it is a lot, man. You can tell that people's hearts are uh, are involved in you know just helping our community. So it's been good. Let's talk about the day-to-day for the Brinkley Heights Ministry Center, Sam. Let's just kind of update and let folks know where you are today, where you've been, and where you are right now as a ministry. So Brinkley Heights Ministry Center started at with the Brinkley Heights Church, a low-income urban po- uh, congregation there in North Memphis, and they started doing ministry to their friends and neighbors and family and people that lived in the community, and then other churches heard about it, wanted to partner with them, and so now we have a couple of dozen churches here in the Memphis metropolitan area that partner with us. We have 75 to 100 volunteers that come at different times and days of the week to uh, volunteer at the ministry center. And so we're open Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday from 10 a.m. to 12 noon. And we serve uh, families that are in need of food and clothing. And then in conjunction with that, we spend time with them and visit with them about what's going on in their life and pray with each family. And then we make sure that each family has an opportunity to hear the gospel and have a relationship with Jesus. Sam, typically, where are these families at in life? It could be a, a homeless, alcoholic, drug-addicted person. It could be a person that uh, is living as a prostitute. It could be a person that was working at FedEx or Nike and lost their job. It could be a family member who's had uh, one of their family members to lose their job or has a sickness and they can't continue to work. Just anybody and everybody comes through. Of course, the pandemic has just changed all of our lives. And specifically, how has the pandemic in these last few months impacted the ministry and the residents, too, that you minister to? The pandemic has affected some of the people that we minister to because a lot of people have lost their jobs. Maybe, they're, maybe they do things that involve working with people up close and they can't do those things anymore. It's affected our own volunteers. A lot of our volunteers are mature adults you know, over the age of 55, and a lot of them may have extenuating health circumstances. And so they can't, they feel a little uh, afraid of being out, you know, with other other people. So uh, we have, our numbers have actually decreased as far as numbers of people that we're serving because of the Mid-South Food Bank providing so much food in the Memphis area. But also that's matched our decreasing numbers of regular volunteers. Right because people have not been able to feel comfortable coming out and volunteering with the public. So do you work alongside with the Mid-South Food Bank? They help you guys out? Yes. So the Mid-South Food Bank provides food for a number of different agencies here in Memphis, and we get a lot of our food from them. We purchase food from the Mid-South Food Bank. Okay. Now, Sean, how did you get connected with Brinkley Heights? I mean, I know the Binghamton Community Church has, has been very active in that community. We've shared some testimonies of some members after gunshots, lives changed, you know, and testimonies. It's just a, an incredible work in our city. You and your family, I mean, you just guys have just dug in. It's just really a beautiful thing in what Christ is doing through your lives. Yeah, we got connected because uh, Sam uh, and uh, I go out with every once a month. I get opportunity to go out and, and just uh, volunteer and uh, share the gospel and just see what God is doing over there. So he's doing a, he's doing a, a marvelous job. So that's how I got linked up through Sam. This alliance that we're talking about, there's several churches, right? Four total churches that are creating the Brinkley Heights Alliance. So the food that our listeners are providing at the different drop points at Super Low Foods, the canned and non-perishable food items, you guys are kind of the receiving end. Funnel those food items to these different ministries. How's that going to work, Sam? Yeah, so we've got four different churches, the Binghamton Community Church, Brinkley Heights Baptist Church, 
uh, Miracle Baptist Church, and then Miracle of Redemption Baptist Church. And so we're all located in low-income uh, urban centers, uh, most of them in North Memphis. Uh, Miracle Baptist is in more close to downtown Memphis, close to MIFA. But uh, these are men that I knew, and I knew that they ministered in their community. And so when we had the opportunity, we joined together. And so when the food comes into us, it'll go back out to families in those communities. This is showing just really a picture of the body working together, right? Yeah, and that's how and that's how I know I've seen just the glory of God, which is who God is and, and what he does when uh, we work together. Because when the body shows uh, that we're working together in Christ, you know, that's how the world may know that God the Father sent God the Son by the unified body of believers working together. And that's his design. That's yes. the way he designed <laughs> yes. it. So we see his heart. We see, you know, who he is, what he does, his glory, once we do what he called us to do. So that's what we're doing, make disciples and helping the community. Of course, uh, the pandemic, how's it been impacting the folks there being Hampton Community Church in your neighborhood? I would say that the biggest issue, though, is just the anxiety that people face each and every day about the just the insecurity that that that, that, that people feel. Uh, I think that's been the greatest uh, impact, just the mental aspect of what's going on. So, but I thank God that that Memphis, in a way, when it comes down to like food distribution and working together, I think has done a, a great job yes. of, of of supplying those physical needs for our community and just working with Sam and, like I said, the food bank and other areas. So, yes. I, and then just the school system and how they, you know, uh, I was passing out uh, boxes this past Saturday, just. You know, so I think they did a great job with the physical aspect of it, you know, and we need more. We need still people, you know, to give and donate. Uh, but I think one of the, the major impacts is the psychological piece of what's going on. Yes. Hunger itself can be really described a lot of different ways. Typically think of those with children with bloated stomachs and skeleton bodies in Africa, which is just breaks your heart when you, you see how famine, you know, and hunger impacts nations. And we're not seeing that kind of when we talk about hunger here, but we're talking about food insecurity where people don't have enough food to eat. They don't have enough nutritious food to eat. Some of our, our school kids, they're missing meals. Sean, I mean, they might have a meal a day, but they're not getting necessarily three nutritious meals. Right, and that's why, like I said, even with the Shelby County Schools, they're trying their best to get the food back out, you know, for those students to have. And uh, I'm not sure if everyone in the community knows about, you know, those things. So we're trying to spread the word about that, how to, you know, get food back into the homes. Because in many cases, because when you think about the poverty level in Memphis, it's like close to 50% or 45% right around in there. So there are issues when it comes down to being able to eat on a regular basis, especially healthy food on a regular basis. Are you seeing the same kind of issues in your community just have healthy food to eat? Oh, yeah. Children are the ones that are impacted the most because they're the ones that have access to and the ability to go get food the least. Yes. They're dependent on their parents and guardians to provide that for them. Some of the neighborhoods I know where you guys are doing ministry at, some people have to travel a little bit of distance to be able to go to a good grocery store to provide the kind of produce that they would need, the kind of dietary food that would be nutritious. It's tough. We hear the term food deserts, and there's communities here where People don't have access to food in a neighborhood grocery store. Right. And transportation is a big deal, too. We were talking about that earlier. Transportation is not a great thing in Memphis, and so it's hard to access some of these places like you're talking about. The food right now, as we mentioned, is being collected at the Super Low Food locations. Today, we're just giving out all the details. Again, I want to give out the information in case you're just joining us. 
We're talking about the annual AM640 Superlow Foods Thanksgiving Food Drive, benefiting Brinkley Heights Food Alliance, and we're sharing about that ministry. In addition, Heartland Hands Food Pantry, incredible work. This ministry is helping to meet food needs, take on the food insecurities North Mississippi for just thousands of families. They've been doing this for a number of years. So the South Haven Superlow Foods in South Haven, 945 Goodman Road in South Haven, they're the location receiving all the food for North Mississippi. So the Memphis locations, okay, so if you're giving at one of the Memphis area Superlow Food locations, your donation will go to help the Brinkley Heights Food Alliance, one of these four churches, okay? Uh, Food given at the Goodman Road location in South Haven, that food is collected by Heartland Hands Food Pantry, and that food will go to their uh, project. Somebody might ask, well, why are they getting one store and everybody else getting seven locations that uh, these guys are benefiting from? Uh, Heartland Hands Food Pantry is a big organization, and they literally get truckloads of food from manufacturers, food manufacturers. They might have a load of fruits or vegetables. They're about to spoil in about two or three days, and they need a place to unload them. And they have a a warehouse, the old Walmart in South Haven, and so uh, big trucks can pull up, and we'll be bringing some updates from that work. They need that food, too. Don't get me wrong. They have people who just walk in daily just to get a bag of food. So that is how it's meeting the practical needs. But they help supply food to other pantries all over North Mississippi. So they're a very big organization, but they still have the walk-in traffic day-to-day that they help meet needs. And so that's what you're doing for that location in South Haven. So through November 15th, uh, will you be distributing the food as we go or just collect it all? How's that going to work, Sam? Yeah, whenever the food comes in, then we'll be sending it right back out. Okay. Yeah, and each church will be uh, responsible to distribute the food in their area. Yeah, and actually tomorrow we're gonna we're gonna be distributing food in uh, Binghamton. So we're gonna come. They're gonna come to the church. We're gonna pray with them, uh, sit down and talk and fellowship. And we're gonna distribute uh, tomorrow. So okay. And so, do you have to meet a certain qualification? Do you have to show your income level? I mean, how do you get to qualify to get food from your ministry? Well, once they come, we sit down and talk to them and just hear their heart. So it's more of, you know, not so much a qualification, you know, written qualification, uh, but it's just uh, being a neighbor. And uh, and that's what I know food and just fellowship and uh, and what we're going to do there is just encouraging those who are in our community that have seen so much heart, you know, just heartbreak and so much, you know, anxiety like we talked about earlier and uh, having the ability to have food in such a way can alleviate some of that stress of, of their of their day. Uh, it's right. going to be a, a building opportunity for our people. So, Sam, do you have any stories? I'm sure over the years you've had to where you've seen the impact of the ministry center because it stepped into people's mess. That's what the gospel is. It's willing to step into people's mess because we're all sinners. We're all messy people. We need redemption. Only Jesus can provide it. As you engage people, as you walk into their lives and build these relationships, what are some stories you've seen, some transformation things that you've actually seen over the years? One of the stories that stands out the most to me is a man that was homeless when I came here 25 years ago. He was a homeless alcoholic and drug-addicted man, lived on the street, and he would come in and he would sometimes be intoxicated and under the influence and uh, abusive toward our volunteers. And so we would have to entice him to leave and come back when he was less intoxicated. But we had a relationship that we built over time. And so sometimes he would be there, sometimes he wouldn't. We loved him and shared what we could with him when he was there, shared the gospel with him. 
But shortly thereafter, he came to know Jesus. He is now married, owns a home in our community, owns a business, has a, his own landscaping business. And he's a member at Brinkley Heights Church. So that's wow. one of the one of my greatest uh, yeah. stories to see how God worked in that situation. He would be someone that I considered 25 years ago hopeless, helpless, no hope for him. But nobody's beyond the reach of the Lord Jesus, and so he changed his life. Sam, that is such a beautiful story. Again, the gospel is transforming. The Apostle Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God, right, for those who believe. It's the dynamo. It's like generating plan of change. It's incredible. And I know you guys get to experience this with those you minister to. How about stories that you might have from those that have benefited from maybe reaching out through food or another way you've ministered? Yeah, like uh, there's one I I know I think she's been here before. I'm not sure, but man, she's uh, it just blesses my heart. But I, I think you know Trisha. I'm not sure if you know Trisha Henderson. Trisha. Yeah, yeah. Just just to see her and how God you know transformed her life. Uh, just being you know like I said, 22 years in uh, prostitution and, and 22 years of drug addiction, over 20 years of drug addiction. That God you know transformed her life you know through our ministry, but also. Uh, through I forgot exactly which ministry that she she became a part of for like a year uh, a year program a women's program uh, that helped changed her uh, uh, Mariah House Mariah mm-hmm. House that's yes. it the Mariah House changed her life around and now she's doing the same thing reaching back out to those uh, sisters on the street. Uh, where she was over 22 years ago, and uh, so she's partnering with us. And in one of the uh, buildings that that we have there, it's like a duplex but multi-purpose building. So she meets with those ladies twice a week, uh, just for a place for them to come. It's like a uh, to wash up and just uh, you know be loved on. Because uh, I'm learning more and more, and you know just no one is out of the reach of the gospel. The reach of the gospel. It is like you said. It's powerful. It's, it's far greater than we could ever imagine just the power, you know, of the gospel and, and spending life and, you know, life on life with other people to see that genuine love that, you know, that you have for them. It it, it changes a life. Yes. So. Amen. I love that. Well, you might be listening today and maybe you are afraid you don't have enough food to feed your kids. And you're wondering maybe where the next meal is going to come. You're having some hard times. Maybe you lost a job. Reach out. I think you guys would be willing in the Memphis community. At least you could be a contact person. And maybe you could refer if they're not immediately near your ministries. But if you're in the Brinkley Heights area, if you're in the Binghampton community area, reach out to these men. And and how can folks, Sam... Get in touch with the Binghampton Community Center. Brinkley Heights right. Ministry what, Center. What did I say? I, yeah. Big, you, yeah. you gave me too many, many bees. Too many bees today. Yeah, we got the killer right. bees here today. I love it. No, we've got the uh, Binghampton Community Church. Yeah. You, get your contact information, Sean. All right, yeah. My number is 901-315-8043 or uh, email, which is sabram316 at gmail. So you can contact me there. Okay. And for you, Sam? So you can call Brinkley Heights at 901-324-3022, or you can call me at 901-491-6822. Okay. And just be sure if you do that, say, hey, I heard these guys on the radio. I heard them on AM640. So they'll have an idea of how you got their number and know how to call and let them get the opportunity to minister to you. Okay. So again, folks, we desperately appreciate and thank you so much for the faithfulness over the years. Uh, Rossville Christian Academy, Miss Libby Banks, second grade class, started out 20-plus years ago just collecting food for this program. 
and now the entire school collects food. I think, aren't they, Sam, aren't they going to be involved this year, too, with yes, you guys? Yes, We're supposed to pick them up next week. Okay, yeah. And I'm going to tell you what, they make this, the kids over there, thank you so much for the Rossville Christian Academy and the faithfulness over the years, because they have a competition among the classes. Whatever class gets the most food collected, they get some special goodies, maybe a chance to go out to lunch. They've been by here at the radio station, they have radio shows with us. They take this very seriously, and I, I think it's a great way to teach to our kids the need to minister to people. So this is a great opportunity. So you too, friend, can help by donating those canned and non-perishable food items at any area super low food locations, benefiting Brinkley Heights Food Alliance, which includes Binghampton Community Church and Miracle Church also, and the Miracle Revelation Church, I believe. Or Miracle of Redemption. Miracle Baptist Redemption Church. Baptist Church. Got to get all these miracles and bees right, too, there. Thanks for keeping me straight, Sam. So that'll benefit the Brinkley Heights Food Alliance, along with the South Haven location of Super Low Foods, will help support the work of Heartland Hands Food Pantry. And let me give these addresses one more time uh, for Super Low Foods. 4744 Spotswood, 6532 Winchester, 4571 Quince, 2269 Lamar, 2155 Covington Pike, 3071 South Perkins, 3327 North Watkins, and the location in South Haven, 945 Goodman Road East in South Haven. Guys, this has been great. Thank you for what you both are doing and continue to do for Christ's kingdom. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for uh, inviting me. And, uh, and and Sam, you know, God is awesome. And it's always, like I said, it's always good to be a part of what God is doing. So our job is to find out what he's doing and be a part of it. So I thank uh, you for inviting me. And I thank Sam for asking. Yeah, thank you, Byron. It is just such a blessing to be part of anything that the Lord is doing. And so it's a, it's a blessing to be here. God bless you guys. Well, I'm going to hold this up. We're doing our Facebook Live. And this is our official poster. I'm not a graphic artist, but I, I play one each year to try to do a good job just to do something to put on these containers. But when you go into the Super Low Food location, look for this poster. This is our annual 2020 poster, and you'll see this at the locations. When you see this, you'll know that you're in the right place. Put the food in the bin, canned and non-perishable food items. Listen, it could just be a can or two. It could be a truckload. Whatever you want to do, God bless you for giving, supporting, and being part of of this food drive each year. Before we say goodbye on today's Mid-South Viewpoint, I'd like to bring into the program Connie James. Connie is the director for Heartland Hands Food Pantry. Connie, thank you so much for joining us, and I'm excited that we have the opportunity to partner with the great work that Heartland Hands Food Pantry is doing, taking care of so many needs in North Mississippi. Well, we thank you, Byron. We thank you for that partnership. You give us the publicity and the press, and you get it out there. You get the word out. We're very grateful for this partnership. We have our regular clients that come, and of course, with the COVID, we've had to change so many of our protocols. Um, Our clients are having to remain in their cars. We're having to interview outside, and while the weather is gorgeous right now, in the middle of the summer, in the middle of August, it was very, very hard. It's going to be hard in the winter for us to have to interview our clients outside, but that's the way it has to be. Mask up, gloves on, and interviewing. We've lost about half of our volunteers because most of our volunteers are senior citizens. So they have chosen to stay at home. So it's been a little bit difficult to do that. In addition to our clients, we're also serving other agencies, other nonprofit agencies that are also working tirelessly 
during this pandemic to make sure that whatever their agency does is doing it better. So we provide the food for those. And then we also reach out into other pantries. And this is very, very important, Byron, because the other pantries, while DeSoto County tends to be on a wealthier side economically, the Delta is not. If we can get into Pope, Mississippi, if we can get into Mount Bayou, if we can get into Walnut and some of these smaller and Coldwater independent coffee bill, we're able to get into so many of those other smaller pantries. And if we can provide them with food, then they can provide the people who need it the most. Great opportunity for our Bot Radio Network listeners to realize the impact they're having when they make those canned and non-perishable food items to our food drive through November 15th. But the need for you guys is 24-7, 365 days a year. We want people to know that even after the food drive is over with this year, November 15th, you can still make food donations to Heartland Hands Food Pantry. Yes. In January, we're going to have just as great a need as we do in November. Yes, please continue. Of course, as I mentioned, all of the food donations collected at Super Low Foods, 945 East Goodman Road, in South Haven, all that food is collected by Heartland Hens Food Pantry. And the best way to get information about the ministry is at the website? Yes, it is. Heartlandhens.org. Connie, God bless you. It's always great to talk to you. Thank you so much for what you're doing for Christ's kingdom. Thanks for giving us an update at Heartland Hands, the way our bot friends can help support you. Thank you, Byron. And thank Bot Radio. We're just so grateful to be partners with you. Well, that's really all the time we have on this edition of our Mid-South Viewpoint program. Thank you so much again to uh, Sam Wilson from Brinkley Heights Food Alliance. Also, Pastor Sean Abram from Binghamton Community Church. I'm Byron Tyler. Hope you have a wonderful afternoon, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Today's Mid-South Viewpoint is brought to you by Navage. Just think about all the nasty stuff we breathe in every day. You know, the dust, allergens, bacteria, pollen, pollution. You know the things in Memphis air. What are we breathing? Well, if you wash your hands and brush your teeth every day, then why aren't you cleaning your nose to clean out all that junk that's trapped up in there? Let me tell you about this product. If you suffer from allergies, sinus infections, or are worried about what you're breathing in, it's called Navage. N-A-V-A-G-E. What's Navage? Well, it's the world's only nose cleaner with powered suction. People that have suffered from lifelong allergies call Navage a complete game changer. They are breathing more clearly, sleeping better, snoring less, and feeling a whole lot better. In fact, 90% of people who use Navage report feeling healthier. Now with cold and flu season just around the corner, why not make Navage part of your daily health routine? Experience what it's like to truly breathe better, sleep deeper, and feel healthier. Go ahead and visit Navage.com. That's Navage.com. Or you can find Navage at Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Bed Bath & Beyond, and Target. Navage. N-A-V-A-G-E. N-A-V-A-G-E.